Yeah, they don't want to let go of the past. Yeah, they're yeah. just holding on to like the, because because back when Jordan was doing it, nobody was doing it. Yeah. And so it's like a sentiment of like you first saw it, it was like wow. But now, like, guys are doing the same thing. Yeah. Well, I feel like even when I get older, I'm going to be the same way towards LeBron. There's going to be somebody that comes along and they say it's better than LeBron. Oh, I thought you were saying you were going to be like LeBron. What? No, 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 no. I'm saying, like, the sentiment that they have. Oh, yeah, I'm going to have that same thing towards LeBron. I mean, yeah. It's just, yeah, I just don't see it. I don't know if LeBron's going to, there's going to ever be another player that, yeah, like that. Yeah, what do you think about Victor? He's got he's got potential, man. Did you ever like did you ever like cross his path or anything? No, man. So you know, uh I signed to play there with in Paris right mm -hmm. before I, the day before I tore my ACL. Oh, okay, okay. And so I, we were gonna be teammates and uh another uh, in February as well, we were in contact. It just I wasn't ready to go. But yeah. I like him, man. I I like his potential. Um to be that tall and to be able to to, to have the skill set is just ridiculous. Yeah. You don't ever see that. You you don't see guys who are that tall and that skilled. I mean, seven two, seven three. Look at Yao Ming. Like guys that really just can't move. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that if he stays healthy, God willing, man, I think that he will be the next big thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, we'll go ahead and get started, man. What's up on this? What's today? Wednesday? Wednesday? Yeah. Or Thursday? I'm tripping. Thursday. Tripping. Thursday. Thursday. What's up on this Thursday, man? This is fifth quarter with Jason Daniels. Um. We got a long awaited episode. I've been trying to set this up for a minute, man. We got my guy, Obi. Um, Megano. Am I saying that right? Yeah, I, sir. I, I never said your last name. You did, you did. I know you did. You kinda you kinda like Yeah, like I said, plays overseas, play at ORU. Well, kind of yeah. just you you tell me about yourself, okay. man. Obi Megano, um eight year professional basketball player currently in Spain. Uh just signed last week. Go back. Congratulations. Thanks, man. It's been a long, um, you know, for those guys out there that don't know, I tore my ACL May, last game of the season in May uh, 2022. And so I've just been rehabbing, man, been at home for the last 14 months, which is crazy because this is the longest I've spent at home since I was in high school. Mm -hmm. um, you know, being overseas normally we're August till May, June. Yeah. You get about a month at home, so this is the longest time I've been home. It's been tough, but it's been it's been fun, man. Yeah. Being able to be around my family and my friends, people that I haven't seen. You know, my mom jokes about it. She's like, "Well, you know, we haven't really hung out with you mm -hmm. since you were in high school, and I'm 30 now, so yeah. it's been a long time. So I I've enjoyed it, man. It's been tough, but it's it's been a process. Um, eight year pro went to. Graduated from Edmund Memorial, this is high school in Edmond, Oklahoma. Went to Oral Roberts. Uh, went to Western Illinois my freshman year of college. Tra had a good season. Uh, led the team in scoring. You know, kind of did what I was, a little bit more than I was supposed to do, honestly. Yeah. Um, then wanted to come back home, man. It was, for me, it was tough because I have such a core group of families that kind of helped me become who I am today and uh, guys that I wanted to share my journey with. So me being in Western Illinois was tough because they couldn't really watch, they couldn't see me. Um, and so I wanted to come home. I, was, I always wanted to play in Oklahoma, but out of high school, I didn't have any offers. Yeah. And so I went to Western Illinois and then after my freshman year, I had a good season and you know a lot of teams wanted me. So I chose to come back home and uh, play at Oral Roberts and my family was able to go, my friends were able to show up and be there. and so. That was special for me 
to have those people around me as I was, you know, growing up. Yeah, yeah, no, I, um, like I said, I met Obi through Aaron. I work out with him pretty much every morning. Um, we've grown a pretty good relationship over that time. And the big thing is I just love learning from you and Juice a lot. That's like, I tell Aaron all the time, that's my favorite part of, you know, getting y'all's perspective of stuff because y'all are where I want to be at, you know right. what I'm saying? So, like I said, just getting to learn from these guys, um, every every morning their perspective of stuff and things like that is something i enjoy a lot um but we're going to get right into it man um you play overseas play overseas um kind of what's the different challenges from you know college to going going into the pros and stuff would you say man my first my rookie season was was crazy and i guess a lot of people the majority of overseas athletes if you make it through year one you have similar seasons which is very tough yeah um mentally physically the demand is just it's it's so much more than you're used to and not only is the demand more but you're not you know you're in a different country a place where you don't know the language yeah you don't know the people you don't know the streets the towns you don't know the 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 simple things the signs that the the streets are you know what's on you know you don't know those those little things grocery store i mean i you know, imagine being, I always tell people, like, I played in Poland my second year. You know, imagine going to the grocery store in Poland. Yeah. It's not in English. The yeah. words aren't, you know, you, we're used to Latin languages, A, B, C, D, even in Spanish, even in French, you have those. You won't go to another country where it's like Z, Z, X, Y, and, you know, there's, those, are what you, that's, those are the words you're looking at. Yeah. And yeah. you really can't read anything. You can't hear anything. You don't even realize, you know. We were we were sitting here with the TV on, and you just hear background noises in a familiar tongue. Yeah. You go over there, and you're completely you can't hear anything. You might as well be deaf, man. There's nothing that you don't hear anything that's familiar. Yeah. And so you just kind of learn to tune things out. But man, my first couple years, um, I started off in Italy, and you know I got there, and for me I was just I'm kind of I kind of stick to myself. Yeah. And so I got there, and I was sticking to myself, and. You know, just little things that they they didn't enjoy. You know, me being American, I didn't really understand the customs behind the the culture. Yeah. You know, when you go there, you show up. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. How are you doing? You, you know, you walk in the gym, you greet everybody. You know, you don't here we walk in and we sit down. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you walk in the gym, you have to you walk around the gym, you greet everybody in the gym, you come sit down. You know, there's there's customs to it. Um, you know, your apartments, the where your places you're living. You know, it's just it was very eye-opening and very difficult to to for a young I don't know how old I was 19 year yeah. old uh, 20 year old to be getting used to um, and then that's just off the court then you go on the court yeah and the style of play is different yeah. the calls are different the defenses are different the way that they teach the game is different is it true that like they're just more like fundamentally skilled over there because I, yeah. I hear a lot of I hear yeah a lot of they that. are I mean you look at all the European players now they're, they're not they're, they're not playing in the NBA because they're more athletic they're more skilled they're smarter yeah you know last year in Spain I had five Serbians on my team and if you don't know the Serbians that area of the world is the smartest basketball area in yeah. the world yeah I mean they they just teach X's and O's to death they will. They you're gonna lose because they just understand the game more than you. They understand where they're supposed to be, and then not only do they teach it there, but they're very like, very precise. Mm-hmm. So the way they coach them is like, okay, don't make a mistake. If you make a mistake, we're just gonna do it again. Yeah. We're gonna do it until you do it right. 
until you can't do it wrong. Yeah. Right here, it's like, oh, we'll do it until we do it right, then we'll go home. No, it's like, we're not doing it wrong. That's how. They, that's kind of how they treat it over there. And so everybody is on the same page. Everybody's on a string. Everybody is like, you know, you watch the film and it's literally picture perfect. Mm-hmm. Everybody's exactly where they're supposed to be at every, in any given moment. You could freeze it and everybody's in the right spot. Yeah. That's how they treat the game over overseas. Here, it's like, okay, we're more athletic. We're, you can... Make mistakes. You can, yeah, make the mistake, just cover it. Yeah, yeah. But you can't always cover it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, here in the States, if you're allowed to make a mistake, at some point, you'll get tired and you'll make a mistake and you won't you won't cover it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You So back, you know, overseas, you, you fall back on your platform, your base level. You fall back on the things that you know, the way that the game is supposed to be played. So, whether you're tired, whether you... You know, you're you're you, you didn't get the call, you didn't hear whatever, you know where you're supposed to be. Yeah. You know, at, at any given given moment. So yeah. I think that's the most important thing, the most difficult thing for guys to understand overseas is that you have to be able to understand the style of play and adapt. Yeah. And for me, like I said in my rookie season, I didn't adapt. Yeah. I, and I thought I was playing well. I was, you know, I averaging like 12 points. I thought I was doing my job, um, but I wasn't. Yeah. And so I got released. It was my first time ever being fired, and it was a rude awakening. Kind of like a humble. Yeah, it was, humbling, very, it was very humbling, yeah. man, because I went over there with this. You know, I was one of the top leading scorers in the country my senior year. I go overseas thinking I'm going to do the same thing. And it was really just... A very humbling experience because they made me understand that this team is what's going to win the game, not you, not yeah. your individual play. This team is what's going to win the game, and we have you have to do. We all have to be on the same page, and you have to look out for your teammate. Your teammate has to look out for you. So it's a real close, tight knit group of guys. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the way the game is supposed to be played. Yeah. I don't, you know, of course here you've got the LeBrons, you've got the, you know, those guys that's yeah. with so much talent that it's just like, it's easy for yeah, it's easier. But for the majority, for the group, the bulk, it, it needs to be a team. There's yeah. one or two guys in the world who can do whatever they want to do, but for the majority, the the team that wins is not the team that has the best player every time. Best team. Yeah, the best team. Yeah, if that's yeah. the case, LeBron would have. 20 rings, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's not the case. It's not the team. It's not the team with the best player. It's the best team. Mm-hmm. So, and now, um, you playing? You played FIBA? Didn't I seen some pictures? You played? Yeah. Are you so, playing FIBA this year? Okay, so FIBA is the like the governing body of European basketball. Oh, okay. okay. So now, when you're when you're, I, you're saying FIBA as far as national? Yeah, team. I seen your. Yeah, I seen yeah. those, and so I thought that was the same thing that's about to start happening. It, it is though. It oh, is. It's, it's the oh, same okay, thing. Okay. Yeah. So like I said, FIBA governs all of European basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're talking about the national team. I did play, you know, with the national team, and right now is the um, right now they're doing the Olympic qualifiers. Yeah. So. Are you gonna? Make an in there I don't know. I'm trying to decide, I'm trying to see how this, you know, I just signed, so they're going to kind of, and coming off an injury, they're going to want you to be there and be training with the team. So yeah. if I can make it, man, it's always a blessing for me to be able to go back and play with the, with the national team, you know. Joining the national team was my first time that I went back home to Nigeria. Oh, so were you born in Nigeria? Were you born here? I was born in Nigeria. Oh, okay, okay. Moved here when I was young, and so my family... 
they normally go back every Christmas, but Christmas is the is right in the middle of our season. Yeah. So I haven't been able to go back. I wasn't able to go back until I joined the national team. And then, you know, I was able to, to go and see home and stuff like that. So yeah. that was a real, that to me was just amazing. It was a great time. Yeah. So I hope I can go back. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, is it like being grown up in Nigeria, how, when did you move out here? I moved here when I was young. I was, oh, okay. I was so, three, yeah. So you don't remember a lot? No, but I don't remember, man. But in my household, I, you know, I got two very extremely Nigerian parents. Yeah. And so I grew up in a Nigerian home in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. you know, so customs and and values and morals, things like that are just engraved in me as, yeah. you know, as far as being Nigerian goes, so. When did you start, because I've been, I, like, I, you know, I play basketball, I've wanted to, you know, <laughs> go pro, <laughs> i wanted to try going pro, you know, since yeah. I was, basically since I knew what basketball was, kind of when did it sit in for you that, like, this is something that, like, you could do at a high high efficiency and get paid for it. Man, it wasn't until my senior year in high school. Oh, you never really, was it like professional really just a narrow? I was, I mean, I'm a, I grew up in a soccer family. Oh, okay. And so, you know, soccer was always the main thing in, in our house. And for me, um, growing up, I played soccer and football. Basketball was just, I played, started playing basketball when I was in fifth grade. Oh, okay. Basketball, I just played basketball because I was more athletic and then, you know, these, Steve Van Horn, one of the families that I was talking about that, you know, wanted to came back home so these guys could watch me play, but he came and that's the first time I met him and his son, me and his son went to school together and he basically uh, told his son, like, look, tell me who are the most athletic players out here, like Mm -hmm. we were on the blacktop, right, in fifth grade. And so he came up and talked to me, he was like, hey, you know, would you want to play basketball? Okay, fine. I don't know what basketball is. I'm a you know Nigerian man. I don't know Nigerian kid. We play soccer. Yeah. And uh, started playing basketball. It was terrible. I was athletic. I could run. I was really fast. Obviously, could jump, and I was bigger than everybody. Yeah. So naturally, I was the best player out there. Yeah. Zero skill, just because I was stronger and faster. Yeah. Um. So yeah, basketball was never really a thing until I got older and realized, okay, I'm actually pretty good. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I could. And I, I understood the game of basketball. And I always tell people that. People are like, well, why you didn't play football? It's like, man, I just, I didn't understand football. Football was, I didn't understand it. And I, I you know, I, I always tell this story. I was playing in middle school and I, you know, I got blindsided. And the entire game, I was just looking for the guy who blindsided me. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't play the game. Yeah. I was just looking for that guy. It's yeah. yeah. not how you play the game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so that, that's... That was me in football. I just didn't understand it. But basketball, I had a feeling for it. I, I had an understanding for the game. And, you know, I worked on my skill set. And so it all kind of came together. And then I was like, man, I could really go play college doing this. Mm-hmm. And I had two Division One offers, you know. People look at me now like, oh, you only had two. Yeah, I only had Western Illinois and, and um, Southwestern, South, Northwestern State. In, in uh, where are we at? Where are we at? Oklahoma. Was it Louisiana? Oh, I'm an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it was in Louisiana. Yeah. Chose to go to uh, Western, Western Illinois and got a scholarship, and that was like the best thing that I ever did. You know, yeah. you know, for my family and coming, growing up in a, you know, a, we didn't, we didn't just have money. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And yeah. so it was. Kind of, it was really important that I got that scholarship and was able to go to school and 
then basketball just kind of carried me and I kept working, man, and then decided that I could, you know, after my freshman year, I was like, okay, I can, I'm pretty good. You know, tra- transferred home, had a really good season, and then it was, people started talking about me, and it was like, okay, well, now, now if I stay healthy, I can go play professional. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, was, man. Was like, have you ever had, like, any, like, NBA, because I, I watched one of your episodes, you were talking about, I forgot who was talking to us about the G League and stuff. Have you ever had, like, opportunities to play in the G League or oh, any course. league opportunities? Like, yeah, I mean, so, you know, also, sorry, sorry. Is G has G League ever been like a like a route that you've thought of going? If that makes sense. I haven't I haven't seriously considered the G League. Um, you know, I did I did have a chance coming out of college. Like I said, you know, being one of the top scorers in the country, it, it there were some opportunities there. Um, kind of a funny situation happened because I was supposed to come back to college for my sixth year. Mm-hmm. Torn ACL, got a red shirt, transfer, got a red shirt, and so I wanted to come back home. I, I was going to come back for my sixth year, and uh, during the summer, they were like, well, we don't know if you, the NCAA is going to grant you that sixth year. We're not, we're not 100% certain, yeah. and we're going to have to wait until the school season, until the school starts to, to see if they're going to grant it to you, and I'm like, well... What happens when school starts and they say that they're not giving me my sixth year, then I would just be in school and miss out on being, you know, a pro opportunity. So yeah. I decided I was going to go pro. Um, and by the time that I had decided it was, well, no, I, I then I entered the draft. Mm-hmm. I decided I wasn't coming back to school and entered the draft. That's yeah. what happened. Yeah. And then um, they put out the letter to all, all the teams and I had like five workouts in that week, two week span, but it wasn't enough time. So um, it was a fun experience though, man. I, I loved it, I enjoyed it. Got going to all the NBA workouts and stuff like that, it was fun. Um, it didn't work out and I chose to go make money instead of going to the G League. Mm-hmm. I don't regret it, man, I don't. The G is a great opportunity for a lot of guys, but you kind of have to weigh in. Everybody's circumstances is different. Yeah. Some people need to go make money for family. Some people have families, you know. Yeah. Coming out of high school, some people have families. Going to college, some people have families. And so you have to provide for your family. You have to, you know, make but that decision. Because the G League, because I don't, I don't know, like, the pay. Like, did they not, like, get paid a lot over? Because I thought it was, like, I thought they So when, when I started, the G maximum was, like, I want to say, like, 35000 Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, a year. So basically, you play in the G, you got to have another job. Yeah. You know? Um, and for me, that just wasn't it. I could go make more than that playing in Europe. And mm-hmm. so I was like, let me just go play, yeah. you know, my rookie season. Let me just go play in Europe and make more money and yeah. see what that's like. Um, and like I said, man, I don't regret it at all. Mm-hmm. Or not, not for you, I keep saying for you, but the national team you played with. Yeah. Um, you had a, like I said, you played against, like, who, who was probably the toughest guys or toughest teams you probably played against in, when you was playing for those national teams? I mean, so we, you know, I know you know we, Played and beat USA two summers ago. Oh yeah. Oh, you was you was on that team. I, yeah. I didn't. I, I didn't know you. Yeah, yeah, summer. yeah. So we we had uh we played them in Vegas the the summer leading into the Olympics. That was kind of like a training for us to. We played Australia. Um, we played the U.S. Who else did we play? We played somebody else. I think it was. Argentina? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, we played a couple games, and uh, yeah, that was obviously the toughest. Yeah. The toughest games that we played was against the USA. Yeah, yeah. You know. How'd that like? Yeah, when well, we got beat them. Who was on that team? What's that? Damian Lillard was there. Was Lillard? Lillard was there. KD was there. Bam was there. What was his last one? Because that was whenever like like US like almost lost in like the whole. Yeah, thing, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. They, okay. yeah, they. They won, but it was tough. It was tough. It yeah, was tough. Was, okay. They had to bring Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday came in and saved them, mm-hmm. and Chris Middleton came in and saved them. If okay. they didn't have those two guys, because see, Drew plays great in European basketball because he's so physical. Yeah, and he can do all that. Like he's a physical player, so he doesn't. Have, you know, European basketball is a little more physical as far as like. The paint is smaller. There's guys you're always bumping in and running into guys, right? Yeah. And, and that, was kinda, that. that was a big thing I seen. But they just like, yeah. they were complaining about the little calls they right. were getting. That they right. Were getting and Drew really, really plays well in that kind of situation. So for him to come in and run the team, that's what they needed. They needed a point guard, um, and he came in and you know. Yeah. I wouldn't. Say, I'm not gonna say save them, but but he made a big them. difference. Yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah, yeah. for sure. And defensively, man, Drew Drew plays defense. Europe, you have to play defense. There's no other way around it. You have to play defense. So um, Drew came in and, and kind of brought a different element that because he didn't play against us, he was still in the NBA Finals. Yeah. And so he he didn't play against us, so we didn't kind of see that. But um, going into the Olympics, he brought that energy that they needed. For sure. Okay. Um, how much like is the? Because I always hear like the pace, like a big thing for me going just from college to you know high school. The pace you, you've seen me play, like I was. Very fast paced whenever we first you kind of first yeah. around me. Um, Kai, how's the pace like different? Or because I hear again, I just, I've heard the pace is a lot slower in the NBA, but like it's also not. It's like, slower. It, it's slower because one guy brings the ball up the court and he has the ball for 15 seconds. Yeah, that's why it's slower. Oh, okay, okay, you know what I mean. Guys are moving, but it's slower because he the same guy will have the ball for. 15 dribbles. Well, even when we play, like, in those runs, like, they say the pace is, like, I, they just tell me to play slower, which, like, I, I try to, it's just, there's so much going on anyway, so I just, yeah. I was, like, just the paces, I was... Well, so, as far as pace goes, you know, Steph Curry said this the other day, he was like, I'm either passing it, shooting it, or cutting, or yeah. he said something like that, and yeah. it's like, that's how Euro- European basketball is, is... You get the ball and you either shoot it or pass it. You don't sit here and dribble and play with it and set your guy up and you just you you make a decision. The decision has to be really fast. Yeah. And so, you know, you might get four ball reversals, fifteen passes. They'll shoot, you know, a lot of times you play teams that they'll shoot the ball, I mean, with two seconds on the clock, time and time and time again. They will use the entire clock. Pass and cut and move and pass and cut and move and pass and cut and move. And you gotta play defense for thirty seconds. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, it's difficult, man. It's it's a lot faster. Mm-hmm. You gotta you really gotta be in shape. You know, in the NBA, a lot of guys are three and D guys. You know, they'll run to the corner and you'll sit there, just spread the floor, and they can hit a three. Yeah. That's great offense for them. Yeah. In Europe, you don't see a lot of that. Mm-hmm. You gotta be able to be play defense and play offense and dribble the ball and shoot the ball. You gotta be able to do a lot of things. And so I think that I think it makes defensively it makes you have to be on your toes a lot more. You have to be, it, like I said, it just speeds up the game. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Um, you talked about kind of like your you just tore your ACL 14 months ago. You said yeah. Um, and then you said didn't you tell me or I feel like either you or Aaron y'all told me, you told me you tore it twice actually. You tore it in college too. So man, I've had uh, 
Yeah, I, yes, I did. So, I how like how was like the challenge of coming back from that? How did you kind of like deal with that? Because <sighs> just imagining it, like I could like I, that, this one has been more man. So in college, I had five surgeries in two years. Mm -hmm. ACL, both of my legs operated on, shoulder, uh, knees, and that was different. I was younger. I didn't really understand. I was just going and going and going and going and going. It wasn't really an issue back then. I didn't really ha ever have time to stop and think about what was going on. But with this one, man, it's been 10 years since I've been injured, and it, it hurt, man, because I, you know, I felt like why I was doing everything right. Mm -hmm. I felt like I was doing everything right. I, I felt great. Body felt great all season. Um, signed to go continue to keep playing after we, my team in Spain wasn't making the playoffs. And then it was just, it was a shot, man. After I got hurt, I was like, man, what was I doing wrong? Yeah. And mentally I had to, you know, when I did my first ACL, I was, I toured in maybe September, October, something like that, beginning of the season. And I was back dunking in March before the season was over, mm -hmm. you know? Um, five months, six months I was playing, I was good. Yeah. This one, it was kind of the same situation and then I kind of hit a little hiccup, you know, nothing major, but had some minor issues going on and had to really shut it down again, had to re-shut it down. And that was hard, man. It's always hard to battle back from an injury. And now I'm 30 and it's, you know, you're getting to the point where you're thinking about other things besides basketball. Yeah. At a younger age, it was just basketball in school. You had nothing to think about. Now, you know, we have obligations. As you get older, you got things to take care of. You yeah. know, yeah. Um, you got you got a lot more obligations. So then, you have extra stress as far as okay, well, you know, I haven't been paid. You know, when was the last time you were paid? And luckily, you know, I I set myself up with investments to where I'm fine. But there's a lot of guys who aren't in that situation. Mm -hmm. A lot of athletes live you know, check to check. And that's one of the worst things you can do as an athlete. So, because when that check stops coming, what are you doing? Yeah. And so that adds an extra stress onto you. Um, you know, then it really set into, okay, well, am I going to play again? Yeah. You know, six months go by, seven months, eight months. You're like, wow, I'm not there yet. Nine months, 10 months. It's like, okay, this is a, you always hear it's like an eight to 10, 12 month injury. Yeah. 11 months, 12 months, you're still not playing. You know, at some point the thought of like, maybe I won't play again starts creeping in. Mm -hmm. And then you gotta really think about what you're gonna be doing. What are you gonna do? Yeah, what you're gonna do after. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Yeah. And then another thing that people don't think about is, man, as athletes, we've lived this lifestyle. You know, I've lived this, a certain lifestyle for the last eight years. And when, that, when you're not getting that financial supplement anymore, it really that's when you start seeing athletes really take a fall yeah you know because you your your monthly spending habits have just been so inflated and now you don't have that paycheck coming in you know now you don't have that paycheck coming in so what what are you going to rely on then people keep spending the same way but they're not making any money yeah and at some point in the near future that it's going to cut it's off stop. yeah you know it's going to cut off in two yeah. months three months four months, six, 12 months. I've been paid in 14 months, mm -hmm. you know? And if I would, if I hadn't set myself up, yeah. I would be in, in a lot of trouble right now, yeah. you know? So I'm grateful for that. Grateful for the opportunity of that, man. And, you know, I, I kind of work on myself holistically. And so mentally, you know, obviously I'm a mental health advocate. I've got a brand and yeah. um, we'll get into that, I'm sure. Yeah, but, you know, sure. just, 
I graduated with a degree in psychology, so I, I really, you know, that's my thing. The psych is my thing, and, and how to better my psych has always been my goal. And so um, I kind of just took that and, and applied it to this situation, okay? Got back really, I'm really heavy on journaling and reading and things like that, but really diving into myself was the main thing. And so this last 14 months have been all about one by one, have been all about myself, yeah. have been all about my mental health and being able to like continue to stay strong and have that will because that you know i don't i don't i want to continue to play yeah and if my mental isn't right i wouldn't be, have that opportunity so uh that was the main thing man a lot of you know meditation a lot of self-reflecting a lot of you know just honing into my mental health is what has helped me battle through this injury that i've had what's because I've talked about mental health on here a lot, and we're going to get into it a little later, um, for sure, just because it's something that I'm kind of, I just think mental health is fake, I'm not going to lie. Like, whenever um, DeMar Rosen and Kevin Love came out about it, yeah. covered, like, I used to be like, man, talking about you sad, like, you in the league, talking about you sad. I used to just, like, I don't know why, man, it was a thing of, like, for me, it was just kind of like a, man, you're playing in the NBA, talking about your deal, you know? Exactly. And so... We're going to get into it probably at the very end, but it's, mental health is definitely something I've kind of opened my eyes to a lot more recently, and I kind of dealt with it my first year of college because I didn't play a lot when I first got there. Like yeah. it, was, it was hard to go back to, to that dorm room and basically say, like, oh, you're trash, you know? Because yeah. like, I'd have bad practices, and I'll have family that would be like, no, you're good, Jace, you're good. Like, I'd go back to that dorm. and You're sitting with yourself. Yeah, yeah, like, and, like, I, I probably, I don't think I told you this, but I tell everyone else that comes on here, I almost quit, like, I called my mom and like told her like I'm about to quit basketball. Yeah, yeah. I was this close from doing it. it yeah. was, and it's just it it's crazy it's it's crazy to hear that from other guys, especially like you know guys who are in your position to where you're getting paid to do the sport you love, still deal with those types of issues. Well, so here's the thing. So you said you were you know having bad practices, coming home. And you know, about to quit, right? Yeah. Well, I've just never been in the situation. Like well, imagine, but uh, but uh, so let me put let me put this. Imagine being on the other side. Imagine it looks like you have everything. Imagine yeah. being in Paris, living in Paris, and or living in Milan, and you know, you all your friends are here in the United States. They're in Oklahoma. You're in Paris. You're like, man, you're just living the dream. Yeah. And you come home every day from practice, and you're crying. Yeah. Every day. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That that's the life that a lot of overseas athletes live, and that's that's the life that I was living my my freshman season, yeah. my rookie season. I was depressed, man. Yeah, depressed, and that time we were losing, and I didn't have any friends over there. You know, I'd come home, and it's midnight, one, two in the morning for all my friends back home. Yeah. So you come home from practice. Yeah, you, you have you got nobody to talk to. Everybody that you've relied on your whole life. Or, you know, the people that have helped you get through tough times, they're not there anymore. Yeah. Your parents aren't there. Your parents are sleeping. They yeah. got to go to work tomorrow. They got, they've got things to do, you know. So you grow up really fast. Yeah. You don't have anybody but yourself. And so you learn to take care of self. Yeah. You have to learn how to, like, be able to take care of yourself because y you don't have anybody else to help you. Mm -hmm. And so, and on top of that, like you said, man, everybody thinks that this life that we're living is just the most glamorous life. If y'all know how ugly it was the first... I didn't start getting paid anything until I was five years in. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? My first three, four years, I didn't, I wasn't making any money. Oh, yeah. And guys go overseas and they're like, "Oh man, I'm not taking two thousand, one thousand, three thousand, four thousand dollars a month." Well, you better. 
Because you, yeah. you don't have you don't have another option. Yeah. And so guys do that, and they're like, well, ah, oh, it's not worth it. And and maybe it's not worth it, but like that's what you're gonna have. You're gonna have to go through you that to, go to, through get, that to get to where yeah, you are. Yeah, that's the only way it works. In what profession do you start at the top? Yeah. But they think that because they're athletes in the states that they go overseas and they can be the same athlete they were in the states. No, you start from zero. Yeah. They don't care who you are. Yeah. How many NBA guys go overseas and, and can't make it? Go overseas. Oh my gosh, man! Go overseas and play ten minutes a game, average yeah. two points. Yeah. And everybody's like, "Well, they played in the NBA. They're going to be fine." No, it's a whole different monster yeah. over there. And they got guys over there that are that are in their country that can do the same exact thing. Those. I mean. I, every year I've got teammates who've been pros since they were 14, mm-hmm. who have played on the same team since they were 14 at the highest level in Europe. You know what I mean? Those guys, it's a, it's a, it's a whole different game, man. And if you, you know, I tell this story a lot. I knew a guy who went overseas and, and he flew overseas and flew back the same day because he just couldn't, he got there and he was like, man, this is not what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. You know, and that, that's often a lot, you know, a lot of the times the, how it happens and you have to get, used to you know where's where where is noc at what um enid it's like an hour and a half okay what is it like in enid it's like it's it's cool it's you know it's not the biggest town but like it's big enough for like i'm not a small town person yeah it's the perfect spot for me because it's like anywhere you want to eat there's eating spots yeah we did talk about yeah yeah yeah, so what about yeah so like you've been it's like a yukon like it's like okay it's it's like the same size as yukon okay that's decent Yeah. yeah yeah so you know there's a lot of small Small, small, like where the JUCOs are at. Like, what about Enio? I'm not. I don't even know. Enio, there's nothing there. Like, Enid's the best town to be in JUCO because yeah. there's actually like every other. What's JUCO, it, what's, what city? What town's Enio in? Uh, Miami. Yeah, Miami, Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. Right. There's so imagine, there. imagine being on a professional team there with nothing there. With nothing there. It happens all the time. It's mm-hmm. those are the best. A lot of the good European teams are in cities like that, mm-hmm. where they have nothing but basketball. Yeah. Like I played in Poland and. I, I kid you not, there was probably five stoplights in my city. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you get there, and it's just, you're miserable. Well, even Juice, he, Juice told me about, um, I forgot what country he was in, but he said how, like, it was like a village, like, where he was at, and, like, yes. shared cars, and, like, miserable. It, it sounds wild. It sounds it wild. It sounds wild. And yeah. people, and, and you know that, because you talked to me, you talked to Juice, but the people who don't have any professional friends who, who have done it, they think that you're it's going lavish. over there and you're in Miami. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're in there living lavish. Well, if I didn't talk to y'all, I would think, because I used to think, oh, overseas? Yeah. Because when you said, I don't even, you was talking to my uncle, and you said, I don't even think you said Madrid, you just said Spain. And I thought it was, I'm like, oh, there's big cities. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Nah, you're probably in any yeah. Miami somewhere. Yeah. A lot of people yeah. are. And yeah. that's what I'm saying. You could have been in that's, trenches. I've, I've been there. I've, I've played, uh, you know, to be honest with you, man, this is going to be my eighth year. I played in Madrid the last two years. Amazing. Mm. That was that's those are the best two years I've had. But you know, a lot of times you're 45 minutes from a huge city, but you're in like the dumps somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And that I say a lot of times those are the lower league. Those that's those are the entry level places. Yeah. I don't want to say lower leagues, but the entry level. Yeah, that's so you, you got you got to go there. You got to yeah. go through that. A lot of guys, unless you're even me, like being one of the leading scores in NCA. I I went to Casale Monferrato, Italy, which is like. Close to, close to Milan, very close, 30, 45 minutes. But the city, it was like, nah. you can't get no, nothing to eat. You yeah. can't, it's not a movie. There's not a attraction. There's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And so you got to learn to love yourself, man. You got to learn to like, 
find fun with yourself. Yeah, yeah. you got to be able to sit down and, <laughs> yeah. and enjoy yourself. Yeah. You yeah. know, like you got to be able to find out what you like. You learn so much about yourself. You find out what you like. You find out when nobody's around, what do I like to do? What's going to, uh, how am I going to, you know, make this day fun? What am I going to do? Am I going to read? Am I going to write? Am I going to, how am I going to tap into myself? Yeah. And you, you either learn it or you come home, mm-hmm. you know? And so for me, that was great, man. I, I went there, well, my rookie season, I didn't learn it, Yeah. you know? And luckily at the time I had an ex who was playing volleyball in, uh, in Poland, right? Mm-hmm. So... After I got released, I got there August, got released in December, and I went straight to Poland. I lived there for three months with her, and then I got a job, and then, you know, I got a new agent, and my agent was like, look, Obi, you're going to have to take a job that's not going to pay you anything, and you're going to have to go there, and you're going to have to prove yourself. Mm -hmm. I know you can play, but you're going to have to figure it out. And I was like, all right. And I went there humble. Started off really slow, was averaging like 11 points. Midway through the season, they were about to cut me. They were cutting you for 11? That's not, I mean, 11's not bad. Yeah, but it's not what, that wasn't my role, right? Oh, so they wanted you to score. They wanted me to score. They brought me in because they know I can score. They needed me to score. And I was yeah. averaging like 11 points. And I was like, oh, I don't know what's going on. Talked to my agent. He was like, look, man, you got to figure it out. Like yeah. now, or you're going to get cut again and this is going to happen. Yeah. Second half of the season, I averaged 20 points. I started, I figured it out. Yeah. I understood, like, I started getting happier off the court and I played better on the court. It wasn't about my talent. Like, I know how to play the game of basketball. I just wasn't comfortable by myself. I didn't understand. I, I was making excuses. I was, you know, I was doing these things that weren't conducive to being a better player and exceeding, excelling overseas. And so I, I really got humbled and I just, I looked at myself and I, I realized that I was the issue. And I figured it out, man. I don't, you know, I started finding joy in the little things. And that's when I got into meditating. I got into meditating heavy that year. I had to. Got into meditating. I started getting outside a little bit more and starting to learn the city and enjoying the people around me and enjoying what I had. And that's the life of the third. Those are the third world, not just third world countries. That's the life of everywhere except for Oklahoma it's, uh, or United Where, States yeah. for the most part yeah. is they enjoy what they have we're so like we I want more everybody yeah, wants more yeah, everybody yeah. wants more okay, everybody wants more it, yeah. you know it's I you know growing up in Nigeria you can't explain to somebody who hasn't been to Africa the joy that the people there have they have nothing mm-hmm. and they are the most they're the happiest people why do we have everything in America and everybody in America is just mad and miserable? Yeah, you know what I mean. I feel like the like all the stuff we have is kind of like bad. I don't know how to explain because I've I've talked about this like this stuff before. Like I feel like we have so much stuff that we don't realize how great. Yeah, you don't see you don't yeah. see the value in anything. Yeah, because they don't have anything. And they're finding the value in just a little thing. Just right. like if they were over here, right? Getting what we get, they would. Yeah. Right, you don't see the value. You know, during COVID, man. So we. Obviously, you know, I come from the village where, you know, there's not running water, there's not yeah. electricity, there's nothing, right? And um, we have, you know, my grandpa, he, RIP Pops, he, he died at 110, yeah. like three years ago. Okay. And so we, you know, we have a nice house in the village and we've got maids taking care of things and stuff like that. My dad, you know, checks up on the maids and makes sure Papa's doing well, the family's doing well, yeah. cool. My man, my dad told me the story, man. It broke my heart, but he was just like, you know, the maids, 
during COVID, we're in here. Everybody's complaining they can't go outside. They don't have this and that. You know, we we're talking to our maids and our family back home, and they didn't have electricity to charge the phone. That you know, what I'm saying they have a phone. They can't. We can't contact them because there's not money for the generator to turn the generator on to charge the phone and talk to us. So now everyone panicked. You know, that our our grandpa, my grandpa was like the first order of business. Always, we're taking yeah. care of him. Yeah, and. Um, we couldn't check up on them. We couldn't check up on our family. We couldn't check up on anybody. Because no one days they have nothing. They didn't have. They, could, they didn't have money to eat. They'd go days without eating. We would send them like rice and tomatoes. You know what I'm saying? We'd send them money to buy rice and tomatoes, and that was it. And not even that they had money, but not even that they didn't have money, but like there wasn't any more of that stuff anywhere. Like you couldn't find it. You know what I'm saying? And so you put in perspective of those people that you love and you watch them struggling how can you how can i be upset you know i go home and i look at my family members and they have my clothes on from when i was in high school mm-hmm. elementary you know what i'm saying when i was a kid like yeah. and they love those clothes and here we are trying to where everybody's trying to buy the newest thing and yeah. drive the newest thing and that's not what matters man yeah. that doesn't matter and when you go there and you find happiness in those things, you realize, this doesn't matter. Yeah. Who cares? Like, I'm driving my 07 Chrysler 300. I could have any, who cares? I don't care. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if you're caring, if you care, it's because you care about the people who are judging you. You know? That's what a lot of people just do stuff just to. Just to fit in. and Not even fit, just like get other people's approval. Right. And, like, and when you are, are approved by self, you don't have to worry about that. And being overseas and being in those situations, like I said, you come home and there's nobody in here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I come home to my three-bedroom, two-bathroom apartment and I'm by myself. What are you going to do? Yeah. You know what I mean? And for two years, it was cry yourself to sleep. That's yeah. what you did. Yeah. And then I started to figure it out. And mm-hmm. so... You know, now I come home and I don't need anything. I could sit here with nobody here. No TV and just... And just sit here. Yeah. And enjoy myself. Yeah. I don't need anybody else to do anything for me. Because yeah. I can do it for myself, yeah. you know. It's, it's, a, it's simplicity. Yeah. You know, you, you go and you walk to the market every day. You know, you walk to the grocery store and you walk, you know, those, those things and you get outside and you, then you start to enjoy the light. You start to enjoy people interactions. You start to enjoy being outside. You start to enjoy those things. You don't need money to go have fun. Yeah. You don't need it. Yeah. You know? And so those are just some of the things that, man, I, I learned from being overseas and being able to mentally battle and fight through and, and come out on the other side. You know, it's, um... It's kind of, I was talking about this, yeah, like, I, pretty much everything, when I, like, the question I'm asking, I kind of talked about it with Aaron the other day, um, like, you know, you just, you play overseas and stuff, how, how did you bounce, because I, if you don't know, I work out, like, all the time, like, I don't have, a, I didn't have a job until about, like, two weeks ago, like, I just didn't have time, like, I, I lift in the morning, I go work out with Aaron, you've seen how tired I was today, no yeah. excuses, but, no, no, I, I know, I was talking to Aaron, I'm like, man, he's just been, he's been working a lot, like, like he's, he's got a lot yeah. going on, and I don't see, like, I only see, like, my people, probably in the morning when they get up, if they're up, mm-hmm. and then late at night, whenever I get home, right, you know, how did you, you know, balance out both, you know, simplicity, getting, Simplicity. Simplicity. You start to weed out the stuff that doesn't matter. You you instantly start to find out what really matters here. Mm-hmm. What matters here? Family. God. You. you. What matters? But that's another thing. Because like, even like, 
I'm, I believe in God, you know, yeah. Christian stuff, but I even have, I've started to make time, but I didn't even have time, like, I feel like I didn't even have time to, like, you know, pray, like, go to church. Yeah. I've been, I went to church this last Sunday, but before that, I haven't went in five years. Yeah. Just because I just always had basketball stuff in front of it. Well, I mean, so. that, so, and, and that's another thing, man, and you're learning. I'm yeah. not even, you're learning. Yeah. But you're, you'll learn that you make time for the things you want. You have the time. Yeah. It's just you're filling the time with other things. Yeah. And, and that's, at, yeah. And at some point, you know what I'm saying, if you want it bad enough, you're going to have to, and that's, that, that is being a professional. I don't get, you don't get to just, uh, I won't show up today. Mm -hmm. I've got something else to do. No, if this is what you want to do, this is what you're going to do. And you'll figure it out or you won't do it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or it doesn't, you know, or it doesn't matter that much to you. Yeah. Right. So for me, you have to, like, for me, it was very important, man, to weed out the negative interactions I have with people because it just weighs too heavily. Yeah. It weighs too heavily on your mind. You don't have you don't have enough time. I don't have enough time in my day to deal with that and to progress at the rate that I want to progress. Something's got to give, right? So then you start weeding out the people who are sucking energy from you, and then you start implementing the the people who are bringing energy to you. I've started. I've kind of. I was talking about that with my friend the other day. Like, I kind of just kind of surround myself with people like you, like you and Aaron, and you, like I surround my people with people who are not like. It's hard to explain. I don't know how to like in my who are, head. Who are, who are fuel? Who are feeding? Yeah. Who are fueling you? And it's like it's not. I don't have any issues with some of the people that I don't yeah, really talk no, to anymore. You guys no are great issue people. With people. It's just they're not bringing nothing to what I'm trying you, to do. You're not so bringing what I need, and that doesn't mean that doesn't say anything about you. But I, I need a certain thing to get to where I'm going, yeah, yeah. and I'm going to continue to foster the things that I need. That's exactly. I you know what I'm saying? Like, I only talk to like friends wise, like outside of you guys. I only talk to like one or two and one I work out with him like that's my workout person yeah. so that's helping get where I'm trying to get and the other one like we've been growing up since we're little so we're just trying to talk about stuff we want to do right yeah, oh, like we're going to start a YouTube channel like we're doing a lot of things to like kind of help our future but that's even just stuff that's going to bring but, but that's the thing is you're realizing what you want mm -hmm. and my dad always my dad always says to me know yourself you got to know yourself and he's right you got to know you have to know what you want because like we were talking about the computer, you if you don't know, you're not going to ever find an answer. Yeah. You'll never find the answer to what's wrong with this computer unless you know what's wrong with the yeah. computer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and so for me, it's like, well, what do you, you want to play basketball? Okay, well, you have to realize that to play basketball, you have to go do your rehab. Yeah. You have to go lift weights to be better at basketball. You have to go eat right to be better at basketball. You got to go to the gym to be better at basketball. And that's going to consume your day. Yeah. And if it's either do rehab or go see a friend... Yeah, how bad do you yeah. how bad do you really want to be better at basketball? And then people well, people also like look at it as like a like it's a task and like it's like I don't I don't know it's hard to explain because um, I again I've been, I've been talking about this a lot like just choosing not I guess you know not having yeah fun your fun your fun kind of reforms itself like yeah. fun to me now is sitting at home with my friends and recovering I'm recovering yeah. and I'm you know what I'm saying yeah. I'm talking we're chilling we're having a good time. Fun's not going out and drinking and yeah. doing this and doing that. That's not fun. And I had, like, I'm not going to lie, like, a lot of, when I was dealing with the issues in, in college, like, I did that to distract myself. Like, yeah. I, I was going out to distract myself. And it, it never changed nothing. Like, I was yeah. still in the same position. It yeah. was just to get my mind off of stuff. So, like, I've had, I've had my fun. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I've, but, I've my, but it's, it's, it's also that you're, you're, you're defining yourself. Yeah. You're realizing what you want. And what you want 
there's only fun for, there's only time for fun every once in a while yeah you know what i'm saying it, imagine me going out every night i can't wake up at five o'clock in the morning and go work yeah. out yeah so one of them has to give. And I was trying to do that during college. Like I, would, I would go out and then get up there. It's not going it to work. And I wouldn't perform very well. In the and now you realize that getting older is part of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You realize that getting older. And some people, you know, the more, the quicker you put yourself around, let's just, let's use athletes because yeah. obviously we're both athletes. The quicker you put yourself around professional athletes, the best, the people who you're looking up to, yeah. the quicker you stop doing that because you realize they're not doing that. Yeah. They can't do that. Yeah. You can't do that if you if this is what you want. And you don't realize it until you start seeing guys like me and I'm like, hey man, what'd you do for your rehab today? Yeah. My knees hurt. Okay, well, what'd you do? Yeah. Did you rehab today? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, and that's the thing. It's like... The, you realize what matters and then you just hone in on it and you go find every route you can to get to there. Yeah. That's what being, you know, I would say you're not serious. If you're not serious, then just let me, not to yeah, you. Yeah, no, if yeah, you're not serious, then let me know. Because if you're serious, you would go eat right. You would go do re rehab. You would go lift because that's what being a basketball player is. But I'm getting everything just the food. I'm, I'm, I'm working, working on I'm it. I'm working on my But we're all, you, yeah, yeah, you're working on it, bro. It's not even, and you're trying to learn, man. Yeah. You know, I talked to Deuce about that, man. That's something that I respect about you a lot. We were talking about that when we left this morning. Like, man, CJ's just getting tired of this, but he shows up every day. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. He's showing up every day, and that's part of it. That's the grind, bro. Yeah. It's a grind. Yeah. You know, people look at you, and they're like, oh, you just, it's so much fun. You got lucky. No. It's hard. No, man. man how many times people are talking, like, a normal, like, like, they're, like, just being a normal student in college, like, it. I don't know how to say it, but like it's, it seems like like I want to, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't know how I, to. I went to the sacrifices, you know, I have to talk to, I mean, I've gotten to the point where I'm not even, I don't even talk to people about it because if you don't understand, then you just don't understand. Yeah. But the sacrifices that it takes to do this, it's not for everybody. Yeah. And you're going to have to, make, if that's what you want to do, you got to make the sacrifices. Yeah. And It's going to hurt, it's, you, but you got to. I went to my first wedding this year. I was the best man at my best friend's wedding. It was the it was the greatest time of my life. I'm 30 years old. Why is that? The my brother got married two years ago. All my friends, you know, I've had friends getting married. I haven't been to any weddings. Yeah. Because I was because this is what I chose to do. Yeah. And I can't cry about it. This is what I chose to do. Yeah. And that's what comes with it. But the next guy might choose to go to the wedding, and then instead of getting a job, he chose to go to the wedding, and now he doesn't have a job. Yeah. And that's maybe that's what you want to do. But you have to know yourself. Yeah. If you want to play basketball, you're going to have to make those sacrifices. Period. Yeah. You know, so it is, it, it's hard, man. It is hard. It's rewarding. And, you know, at the end of the day, if you just got to walk away knowing you gave it your all, but you can't leave any, you know, that's part of, like you said, the eating. That was, that was part of me going vegan was like, I'm not leaving any stones unturned. unturned. That's what I, I tell Aaron all the time because me and Aaron talking, we, on you, you wasn't there yesterday um, at those runs, but I was. I wasn't shooting the best shots. I was, we talk a lot, like I yeah. was running stuff, and um, he told, like I told him, basically when we first started working out, like I want to have no regrets once I'm done. Yeah, know? man. I don't know if you know my father. He played football at OU. Okay. Um, he went pro and stuff, and as soon as he got pro, he started partying, and he don't. Now he's not even doing that, and he had he he went through his stuff with depression and. Um, a lot of it was off of him regretting and wishing he did more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He used to always tell me like just never, 
regret. And I say this, I say this legit every episode, but like just not regretting nothing once you're done. And so he told me that when I was like little, and it's always yeah. been just a thing that like yeah. is in my. I mean, you know, I was like you said, yeah. Regret is such a harsh word. I don't really think everything you know. You either learn, you you just learn. Yeah. It's not like you're you're regretting a situation, but you are learning. Or just it. wishing he did differently. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, that's it's a real thing because there are you know even with my rehab, there's things that I wish I would have done differently, you know, and uh, it's a it's it's all a learning. You you can just do it differently next time. Yeah. The the best thing you can do for yourself is to do the right thing next time. Yeah. Because you only get one, two, maybe three times to do the wrong thing to where it's like okay, well you're just choosing to do that now. Yeah. This is what you want to do. You're you're choosing to make the wrong decision because you know what the right thing is, and you're choosing something else. Yeah, you know. So, it's it's a it's a very fine balance, man. It's a very fine balance, like eating, man. You, yeah, I eat very clean, but I also treat myself, you know, mm-hmm. in, the, in the right ways. Oh, you treat yourself. I might go get a Hall's pizza. Oh, oh listen, okay, okay. I'm getting Hall's tomorrow. Man, I I, I treated. Have you myself. ever had Hall's pizza? Oh my gosh! I treated myself two weeks ago. Did you or three tell- weeks ago? And Obi was on my head about treating myself. Okay. But he can treat himself. What did you treat yourself with? Let everybody know, please. McDonald's. <laughs> It's the same thing as Hall's Pizza. I don't know what Hall's Pizza is, but it's, it's pizza. the same thing as What's Hall's Pizza. What's the difference? You lost your mind. What's the difference? It's just crazy. Have you me. lost your mind? It's just crazy how you can treat yourself. But when I treat myself, I get crucified. So what if I would have went to KFC? It would have been the same thing? Yeah. I are ch- you crazy? Yes. Yes, you're crazy. No, yes. no. I'm yes, yes. Like, thank you. Yes, you are it's crazy. It's the same thing. That's nonsense, Jace. Hey, I just, I didn't know Obi was allowed to treat himself since Come on, man. put a rule on my head that I can't treat myself. You anymore. can't go to McDonald's. For one time, I've been, I haven't been back since. Why? Because you made a rule. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Not because you don't want to, because you would have been back in McDonald's. You told me the other day I almost went to McDonald's. Yeah, I did. Showing up to the break to the workouts with Rice Krispie treats. And That's CJ. Not what'd CJ. you show up with? I haven't showed up with nothing. Don't, what'd oh, you show up with? No, you showed up with something else. The protein, that's the only thing nah, I wish you showed up with something else to one of the workouts. I swear that's the only thing. You didn't have Brahms one day? Uh, dude, that was before the that was a long time ago. I was talking about recently. Oh. Well, I've been showing up with the last two weeks. Okay. Yeah, you protein get better. Yeah, you get better. Because yeah. I got on you about if you want then then Jace comes talking about oh my knees are yeah, you're eating McDonald's oh, hey man. three just, times a week. I just didn't know we could treat ourselves, but I know that now. Don't so. you know, don't cheat yourself, treat yourself. Okay. Uh, Hey, the McDonald's is out my system. That's a cheat. Already. That's a that, that's, that, that's, my that's cheating yourself. I was just asking a question. Listen. No, nothing, nothing, you know, nothing personal. I was just asking. McDonald's, I take that personally. McDonald's, I take it personally. If one of my friends goes to if one of my friends goes to McDonald's, it's it's a, it's like a personal attack on me. <laughs> you know what's funny is whenever you and Aaron got on to me about McDonald's, I pull up to work out. He walked in Aaron's with McDonald's. McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, that was the funniest thing ever. Shame on him. Um, but no, we got about five ten minutes. I was gonna kind of end with um, a couple more que- or really just one or two more questions. Um, again, we were talking about mental health and stuff. Um, I haven't found the what or haven't. Let's not say that. Um, dealing with what I dealt with, and I, okay, I made it seem like I was just like about to kill myself. It wasn't a situation like that, but it was like a thing of like. And if you were, man, we uh, you, you wouldn't be the first person to go through it. So yeah, that's just well, just the way I explained it, like I don't want to make it sound like I was just you know. Yeah, you you were going through some mental health issues. Yeah, man. well, a lot of and even like if you seen me, like you couldn't tell, and like that's a that's a, that's a thing with a lot of people. Yeah, like, for you sure. can't tell when they're going through it, but um, 
I dealt with it, you know, like I said, I was going out almost every weekend. And it was funny because my coaches knew that. Like, they knew I was, they didn't know I was going through stuff, but they knew I was going out. And yeah. That, like, they didn't punish me for it, but that's, I didn't help my case. Of, yeah, for sure. And so, um, that was how I kind of dealt with it, and it wasn't the right way. Kind of how did you, how's different ways you deal with, or you dealt with your situation? Mental health? Yeah, we're just going, yeah. Just man, that. some of the, you know, I always tell, I always tell people, man, you know, the first thing that I do, if I find myself, I'm really quick, I'm really quick to understanding what's going on with me. Mm-hmm. I've kind of, game. I've been by myself for eight years, yeah. right? Yeah. So I, I know myself pretty well. But man, the first thing, and even the last year I played, man, I was going through it. Yeah, I was going through it, man. And I was talking to Deuce, and he was like, "Man, you got to get outside," because he knows that's we. You know, we've kind of talked. We, we, man, that's my brother. We yeah. have been through it everything together, yeah. man. And so we know, you know, there's some rules to these things like sunlight, you know, getting outside, getting interactions with people, journaling, meditating, praying. Those, you know, the same. I'm a writer, man. I write a lot. Yeah, yeah. I've looked into the, I, cause I when I was, you know, when that situation was going, on, I looked into stuff like that, but like I just couldn't. I don't know why. It was like a mental block. I was like, man, I ain't about to write. You know, yeah, because like, because you because you you. It seems corny. Exactly. It seems corny. No, it does. It does. It does. It does. It is. It does seem corny until you have no other option. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it seems corny until you're you're on the edge and you're like, man. Anything, anything, please. It was just wild, bro. I need I, anything to help. If you told me, if you, that's what I talk about so much. If you told me I was going to call my mom and tell, because she's the one who told me, I was, I was about to literally quit basketball and be like, I'm done with this, like never playing again. And it's crazy. Like, it's, if you would have told me I was going to do that, I would have never, I would have been like, yeah. tripping. It's just, it's Man, wild. I never put, man, I never, and that's the thing, I don't put nothing past anybody, man, because you never know. Yeah. You never know what, what could happen. It could change like that. You and even, I was even making it like cool with my friends, like, oh yeah, man, like yeah, I'm playing. Like I was making it to people who didn't know, I was yeah. making it seem like I was just Yeah, because because that's the environment that's that's the environment we grew up in is you have to do that, man. And you can't and, deal with you, you know, that's why I created my podcast, that's why I created my brand, that's why I try so hard to talk to just talk to people, man. How you doing? What's going on? Yeah. Just to talk to people, man, because Sometimes that's all people need. That's what I needed. Yeah. I needed you need you need somewhere to go. Like I needed somewhere to go. I had nowhere to go. I had yeah. nobody to talk to. Yeah. Everybody you talk to is like, man, what, what kind of issues could you be going through? You're making all this money playing. Yeah. What kind of troubles do you have? That's legit. Yeah. That's what that's what goes on. It's like, man, I, this guy's making all this money. He's driving this, doing that, buying this. He surely he doesn't he have any issues. He can't be. He, he, can't be. he got a love life. I would life. switch lives with him if I could right now. That's man, I'm and that's the thing, man. And so, my biggest thing is, man, creating, trying to create a, a community yeah. that we can just, hey, you know, I, I, me and Deuce really started this whole thing as with each other, as far as like, man, like being being open and being able to talk to each other. Yeah. You know, it, it it is a, it's. Dealing with these emotions, man, everybody deals with it. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah, man, yeah, he was crying. Man, that's, I was crying that day. I was yeah. really crying. Yeah. Okay, you were crying. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's, but, uh, I'm not going to make you feel bad. Like Society I, makes it seem like it's, you're not supposed to be doing that. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And that's not that's not a real, that's not a world that I want to live in, man. Especially not, men. Like, they make it seem like men. Especially black men. Yeah, they can't show emotion. Especially black men. Yeah. Like, why? Because I'm a black man. I somehow don't have emotions. Yeah. I don't have feelings. Yeah. 
It's not real life, man. So they call you emotional or you know stuff yeah. like that. Because I've I've heard yeah, yeah. I always I always try to put that positivity out there, man. Like that's all right. It's okay. Like we, I've been through it. How, how can I be mad at you for doing something that I've been through? How can I make you feel shame for the same thing that I went through? Yeah. You know what I mean? Or in, on a, on a relative scale. So, yeah, man. Back to your question, man. It, it is about. It's a lot about getting out of yourself. Just like basketball. Just like basketball. One of the greatest teachers, man, for me at least, is, you know, when you're having a bad day, how do you get out of that? You go encourage your teammate. Mm-hmm. That's what you do. Yeah. You're not shooting well. Stay in the game. And so I, I tell myself, bro, I talk to myself all the time. As dudes, I talk to myself all the time. I'll be in the game, I'll be shooting bad, playing bad. Stay in it, oh, stay in it, oh. You're all right, stay in it. Keep keep going, stay in it. Go help somebody else. Yeah. Go get your teammate off the ground. Clap for your teammate. Good job, man. Good job. You know, go go help somebody else. Bring that type of energy. Don't be, don't, we're so engulfed in ourselves, man. Yeah. Get out, we gotta get out of ourselves and like let that spirit be free. Get out of ourselves and, and talk to, and communicate and, you know, because it's energy that's being transferred. Yeah. It's energy that's being transferred. People around you are bringing energy. You know, if you're not around this, the, the right energy, you're going to be dull. You're going to dull yourself out. Yeah. And sometimes we, all, we, we carry some negative energy ourselves. So we've got to find outlets, the sun, the earth, grounding, other people, positivity. You've got to find other outlets to, to keep that good energy spiraling, mm-hmm. man. And so... For somebody that's going through it, man, that I would just say go help somebody. Go outside. Go for a walk. You know what I'm saying? That the sun is like one of the mother nature's one is one of the is the most beautiful thing in this world. Mm-hmm. Get outside, and you'll 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 find yourself. Go sit on the park bench outside. That's my favorite thing to do every day. I go and just sit on the park bench. Even in the heat. And even in the heat. Yeah, that's cool. But I gotta go at like 3:30 when the sun shattered. There's a okay, tree right okay. there. I, See, I got, I got the, here at 12 I got the, the time. I got the time okay. figured out. Yeah. I got the, the tree. The sun go over there. The tree gives me a little shade. I got my park bench. Yeah, yeah. Go outside, man, and just enjoy enjoy being outside. Enjoy the nature. There's energy that's being transferred, and you need to feel that. And now, don't sit in your house in the dark. That's not gonna help you. Go be depressed outside and see how long you're depressed for. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's hard to do that sometimes, but that's why you got to keep the people around you to continue to keep you going at a high level, man. That's why it's so very, very important. To, you know, the people, the company you keep, it's very important. Mm-hmm. You cannot keep that energy around you. It will suck the life out of you. Yeah. And you'll be wondering, what's going on? Why is this? It's the people that are around you. It's just sucking life out of you, man. Mm-hmm. And the foods that we're eating is sucking life out of you. It, it, it really is. The mm-hmm. foods that we're eating, the, the, the habits that we have, man, I'm really trying to go back, take us back to traditional lifestyles, to, to the way that, you know, why are people in the foreign countries living so long? What are they doing? Yeah. What, are, what is it that they're doing that's making them live so long and have the, the quality of life? You know, there's, there's tests, there's scales that are testing the quality of life in America and Finland and Europe, different places in Europe, you know what I'm saying? There's, yeah. there's tests that, 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 are, that are, you know, measuring those things. And why is it? What are they doing over there? Is it the people are just so much better people over there? No, it's yeah. the habits that they have. And the habits that we're creating in America aren't the, aren't the, aren't the we're not moving in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to hold, just hold it back. Hold it, hold, hold back all the buying and the spending and the eating and the gluttony and hold it all back, man. Cause that's not where we're supposed to be at, mm-hmm. you know? And so um, I think that 
when you talk about happiness and you talk about depression, you talk about mental health, you talk about, you know, there's a reason that obesity is linked to mental health issues. Yeah. There's a reason for these things. And those, those, are the, those are the things that we should be diving into. People, those are the things that matter. I feel like people don't, if it's not directly affecting them, they don't care. And I say that about a lot of things like, um, and this kind of, this ain't hot topic, but like, um, Sounds of Freedom. I was talking to Aaron about it the other day. Like that movie. Is that a new movie? Yeah, it's the human trafficking stuff. What's it called? Sounds of Freedom. Sounds of Freedom? Yeah, it's, you need to watch it, man. Man, I think I met this girl at Natural Grocers last week, this old lady. Uh-huh. This old lady, I'm walking, man, minding my business. She, she got to be like 65. Yeah. She's like, how are you doing, young man? I'm like, I'm good. How are you doing, young lady? Yeah. And she's like, have you seen, I think that's the name yeah, of the movie. Good. I was like, no, I haven't. And she was like, you need it. I'm thinking it's an old movie. This old lady. Yeah, I'm no, like, this no. is old movie. Yeah. I look it up and I was like, okay, I'll watch it. I did watch it, but I didn't, but I need to now because she was just like. It, it, opened, it opened my eyes on a lot of things that I knew of, but I didn't know enough. It's the human trafficking stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I left that movie theater so angry, bro. Like I, I was telling Aaron, like, bro, like, I just hate how humans just treat each other. Like, it's just crazy how yeah. we treat each other. And so, like, I feel like a lot of people don't care about that type of stuff because it has nothing to do with them. And, like, the, the spending stuff and the mental health but stuff. But it like, does, though. They, no, I'm saying... Yeah, people, directly. I get, yeah, you, I get what you're yeah, saying. People, people don't care saying. about it because they're not directly dealing with it. Right. And so, I feel like a lot of people just, like, what we're talking about is just... If they're like, oh, well, I'm not dealing with the health issue, so it don't matter to me. And then yeah. I always say, like, it's not going to matter until it happens to you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it, 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 everything, ma- like, that's the thing. is like everything is affecting. What he does is affecting me. What you yeah. do is affecting me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And especially if you guys are around me, like, mm-hmm. what you're doing is affecting me. Yeah. You know? And so everything, people, the people that say that are just... You know, one of the biggest things that I, that my problem with with people is that like they know better, yeah, and they're choosing to not Tonight, do better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I we're all gonna make mistakes. We're all gonna have drop offs. So that's what we have a community for to lift. You know, it takes a, it takes a village to yeah. raise somebody. It yeah. does. But if you know better, try to do better. Don't yeah. just be blatantly like tripping, messing up every time. Blatantly doing it, yeah. and you know better. You know what I mean? And people always, well, I got time to change. Yeah, like, no, you well, really don't. Like, well, and even and, and I'm gonna just use this as an example, man. Yeah. Even like the the the, the food industry, yeah. right? And you're learning, like you said, you're learning like what foods, but. You know you shouldn't be eating McDonald's. You yeah. know there's nothing there. Yeah. You know what I mean? You yeah. know there's nothing there. So why are you doing it? Yeah. And that's the kind of the, the mindset that we have to keep moving forward. Is like, I'm going to do better because I know that it's not what I'm supposed to be doing. So let's try to do something that's more you know conducive to yeah. where I'm trying to go. Yeah. Man, so it's... When you start focusing on those things, though, you then begin to like holistically rise mm-hmm. you rise everything up from the bottom yeah. your base level the, this, the things that you used to go for you're not going for that anymore it makes you a better person yeah. too overall as well. overall the things that you used to go for you're not going for anymore yeah. you know you're 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 picking it up from the bottom so every you're the worst thing that you're gonna do is eat hall's pizza yeah. that's the worst thing i'm gonna do I'm gonna research this whole pizza. Please do. It's I'm vegan gonna, pizza. I was gonna make sure that um, it's, it's vegan pizza. Making it seem. It's vegan pizza. Hey, it, hey, I'll take. You know what? I'm gonna take you there. 
right, man. You and I will go to Hall's Pizza before right. I leave. All right. But we'll order it. We'll order some Hall's yeah. Pizza. I'm gonna bring it I'm, to the gym one day. I just want to know, man. That's all. I'm, I'm and it's not, you know. And shout out Hall's, man. I really rock with y'all. Yeah. Hall's is a great place, but there's a lot of just better options to do, quote unquote, bad things. Yeah. Better out. You want to eat a burger? There's a better option. There's a healthier version. You know, let's push to do the. Let's push there. Let's not just be com- complacent and say, "Oh, well, okay, I'm gonna die somehow." Yeah. Come on, man. What are yeah. we doing? Yeah. You know, so I, diet, diet. That's that is my realm. The diet and the basket. You know, that's kind of. Yeah. So those are the those are the things I speak the most about. Well, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell you, man. You need to watch that. Sound of freedom. Like, you need, you sound know, of freedom. Sounds like it. Ds. Sounds, yeah. of sounds of freedom. It, bro. It, it just opens your eyes up to like what's going on outside of like you know what's on this. Like yeah. that was a big thing, bro. I left that theater so I was silent. I went with my mom and my siblings. Bro, I left that theater silent and like my best friend, he has nothing to do with anything going on. So I was like. Bro, he's wet. Like, yeah. he's going out and he, he don't even know. Like, yeah, he's not. He's not here. And like I said something really insensitive to my mom, but like I was just in my feelings. I told her I was like, it's like everything that happens to us, like humans in general, and like there's a lot of stuff that happens to people that they don't deserve. You know what I'm saying? But in general, how humans treat each other, the stuff that happens to us, we completely deserve, like the bad stuff. And that's very insensitive to like wow, people who that's are. A, that's a powerful statement. Well, it's just, it's just it's it's insensitive. Like you know, there's people out here who have their parents and stuff that have nothing to do yeah. with anything, and are good people. It's just in general how humans treat each other. We don't deserve nothing great that happens in our lives, and that's not something I stand by. It was just, I was in my feelings yeah, at the time yeah, yeah. I said it, but it's just bro, it's, it was it was crazy how we this is going on and like it's like just swept yeah. under the rug like no one cares about it. Well, man, one thing I do... I was very emotional watching that. Like, I was... It was was crazy. One thing I do know, man, is there's... America has... And I don't want to get into this. This is not the time. Yeah. America has been... Like you said, man, there's a lot of things that are hidden. There's It's just propaganda at the highest level. And you don't ever know what's... you, You... They're not... We're not... We don't know what's really going on. Well, my issue is... And if we knew, we wouldn't think... Everybody thinks it's the greatest place ever. If you really knew, you wouldn't... You wouldn't wouldn't think that. You know, living in Europe for eight years, you talk to... You you hear so many different perspectives, man. You know, thing that people think that America is the greatest, best place ever. Go to all the other greatest places ever and see what those people have to say about... Yeah, and I don't want to make it seem like American. Like I'm, I'm less solitary. You know For what I'm sure. Like it's just there's a lot of like my issue is just is just like we're so worried. Like again, I was bringing my phone. We're so worried about what's on this, like social media. We're we're so worried about this stuff instead of these kids who are literally getting sold. Yeah. You're not like it, man. You need to watch it, bro. I'm gonna watch it. It was wild. Right, it's in, it's like, in the theaters right now. Um, it might be. I'm pretty sure it is. It just I've never left the theater feeling like that. Like I felt weird, bro. Like I felt like it's not I Hulu, did, Netflix right now. Um, uh, no, no. I know it's for sure not on there. It's on. It's on. Um, this it's at. The, it should be the theater still. But no, bro. I was like, I felt like I'm like, man. I need like do something now. Like I need to go like get my yeah. Batman suit and start saving kids. Like, yeah. That sounds wild, but like, but was, the best thing you can do, man, is is start moving. In the right direction of the things that you know are yeah. right. Well, I tell it like what I'm telling you. I tell people this all the time. And some people like that don't care about they like they're like, oh really? Like that's yeah. crazy. But like, I don't, like it's just you know what I'm saying. People just need to start treating each other the way like it's 
It's crazy, bro. How humans yeah. treat each other, man. Like it's it's. It wild. is, man. It's wild. It's it is. Wild. What like? Again, man. That that is, and that's why I just I just try to lead with love, man. I always yeah. try to try to be and. And that doesn't mean that you just you know you're soft and have no backbone. Yeah, no, but you're just yeah. like your your purpose is is either a like to it's not the for, hate for the betterment of people. Yeah, that's my purpose. Yeah, for the I'm gonna be on you for the betterment of, of you. you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not like ever gonna be trying to do something do any harm to you. Like I'm trying for the betterment of you, yeah. for you, for the betterment of the people, man. And when we start leading with that, I think that's the only way that we'll start to, you know, make some changes here. But I just, again, that's why I say I, I don't think people care about it enough to make change. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's just not a thing. People, they're too worried about, oh man, like, am I going to get this promotion the or stuff things. like that? Like, and they're, they're too worried about much. So that's why, like, I don't think it's ever going to change. It's just, I don't know, bro. That movie is well. You need to watch it. Like, I, I left the theater feeling weird. Like, when did you I, go watch it? Um, about two weeks ago. I'm pretty I, sure. Is I was watching movie? this. Trafficking. Me and my mom were watching this trafficking thing on uh, YouTube this past weekend. So. Like they're actors, but like I was like, like I had tears welting up. Like, it was wild, bro. Yeah. I never, never felt like that after watching a movie ever in my life. You bro. just, you, you, man, you open your eyes, man. That, this, that's a, that's a very touchy, difficult subject. Man. Yeah, bro. Because it's, it's one of the biggest, quote unquote, conglomerates in the world. Yeah. That that whole thing is people are making so much money right. off of yeah. that. It's off just, kid. And they like, like my little, you see my little brother, six years old, yeah. like kids his age, yeah. don't even, can't even really spell. Yeah. Well, like even the yeah. Oppenheimer movie, I watched Oppenheimer. I haven't watched that either. Bro, like just, bro, it's, it's insane, like, they made a bomb and blew up a bunch of innocent people. And like I get, you know, it was war. I'm not gonna get into like the war stuff, but it's just wild. It's just wild how like how yeah. destructive humans are, how evil the core of human like as a, as a whole. It's how, crazy. Man. As a whole, how evil we are. As like, you get older, you you just start to learn more and more about this. The, the, the nastiness of the world. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that's you start why I, to learn more. I mean, that's why I say when I say like we deserve like as humans in general, like everybody in this world, like you know, one bad apple spoils it for the whole bunch. Like that's what I mean. Like I, obviously, you know, you guys, like whatever y'all do, but I'm not saying the stuff that's happening, y'all, y'all deserve it. But you know, the bad, just the evilness that humans have in general. That's why I say like yeah. we don't deserve any great thing to have like we're blessed to have a god who forgives us for sins and stuff like that that's what i mean I man it, i've gotten into with my dad just the whole and <clears throat> you know and this whole topic on this yeah. is just like that you know for me it's to see that in africa you know the the richest continent in the world and to see how poor it is and then under i'm getting older and understanding why and how is just it's crazy, yeah, man. Yeah. It's crazy. My dad picked me up the other yesterday from the airport. I flew in, he picked me up and we were talking and I felt like he was about to start crying and he was just talking about like some of the stuff that's going on back home in Africa and how like the government is like people war about to start Yeah, going man, on. it's I just see, and he's just war. like my peeps like cuz man, if you talk to my dad like that, he's been we've been here 27 years. Yeah. But he moved here when he was thirty six. Like oh, he, so he was, he you was know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that. That's that's his whole 
that is his whole life is those people that are getting treated like that and he's here and he's like trying to you know what can we do but he talks to his families and his brothers and sisters and his friends and the people that he loves and they're over there and they're just suffering yeah, yeah. suffering yeah i seen i seen i watch you know i keep a word of this i seen there's like about to be a war in niger or niger that, yeah, yeah that's i what, seen something about that like it's it's wild bro but again people here don't have nothing to do with this they don't care yeah and i just, i always tell people you got to open up your heart to care about stuff that has nothing to do with you yeah i was a big advocate on school shootings you know like like I shouldn't have to worry about my brothers and sisters going to school and that stuff going on. Man. But you, but but you got you should be worried about what's right. Like yeah. even if it has nothing to do with you, if something if it comes up and you know that it's wrong. Yeah, know, then you should. Wrong. People don't people don't how care. How can about I just you know? Yeah, because yeah. it has nothing. To do, and I always say you're not gonna care about it until it happens to you. Right. You're not gonna worry about it until and, and a and a wise man would care about it before it happens. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not you know, I'm not out here like Martin Luther King, like yeah, no. trash cans, but, but we're trying. Yeah, yeah. We're I'm trying speak, to, if you ask me about it, I'm gonna tell you We're trying we're, we're attempting to go the right way, not being blinded and saying, yeah. Well, it has nothing uh, to do with it. Don't, that don't that's too yeah, yeah, I'm not saying that I'm like you said, I'm not MLK, but I'm like yeah, I'm this is going on, yeah. Like, trying to move the right research way. Research it. Like, look, look up what's going on. I'm at least, you're going to fault me for trying to, like, do the right thing. Yeah. I'm trying to be on the right side of yeah. things. Like, yeah. no, you can't yeah. can't fault me for that, so. No, it's, but, no, nah, we're, um, I have one more question for you right before we get out of here. Um, what's next for Obi, bro? What, what you got going on after, after you got your ninth year? Um, eighth year, man. Eighth I'm, year. I'm just getting ready to go. That's, what's next for me is. You got your get, brain going, like what? Yeah, getting. What you got planned, bro. You I got a, what I got planned, <laughs> man. So let's start with one by one, man. The brand we've got, we've got a lot of stuff that have been cooking for so long. And when I mean cooking, I mean like at the production, just being fine tuned. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to bring it out until it's it's a it's a well yeah. presentable project, man. And that's me. Like I don't want to do anything half speed. So. Um, if it's if it, it's been taking a lot longer than I would like it to, and that's just the price you pay, I'd rather I'd rather you know take some time before I put, and put out a quality garment or quality apparel. I just realized I did. I didn't wear my hat, bro. One by one, it's in my it's in my room right now, bro. I would, but as I'm saying, man, I would I would I'd rather take my time and put out quality than rushing and put out something that I'm not really proud of. So yeah. next for that, man, we've got. We're working on the whole 2024 collection on the way. Um, podcast will get right back jumping when I get overseas and be recording, probably dropping one every, every other week or every week. Yeah. Um, working on, we, we started the, the athletics line, got a team now. They'll be going to nationals this weekend, tomorrow. Oh, yeah, I've seen those jerseys. The they're, jerseys go- they're going to nationals this weekend, so that, that's the latest on the one-by-one athletic side as well. Um, just trying to expand and do more community outreach stuff, and then um, you know, then I got my real my my real job, my nine to five, yeah. my basketball player. So yeah. you know, working on that and getting the body prepared, getting the mental prepared, been tapped in on a lot of film as of late, just to you know build the confidence back. It's been a while, so yeah. been on a lot of film, um, taking care of the body and and gearing up to go overseas and have a successful 10-month season. Well, man, I'm going to 
Be tuned in for it. I got a little EuroLeague TV app on Oh, the yeah. Phone, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm going to be tuned in, man. I'm going to need you to let me know when you, when you leave. Oh, I think probably in the next 10 days or so. Oh, really? oh so like next week? So like, is, yeah. Are you working out all next week? Yeah, next week probably. Man, the, the group's going to be done after <laughs> next week. Cause that's, <laughs> next week's my last week, too. I oh, think yeah. it's CJ's last week, too. Yeah, so yeah, everybody's going to be heading off to their journeys, man. So, you know, we were here together training and enjoying. It's been fun. It's been a great summer. Yeah, yeah. I say summer. It's been a great year yeah. for me. So yeah. um, I'm excited to see what, what the next challenges hold. And... I'll be prepared, and that's what's most important. Whatever, whatever, whatever God throws at me, man, I know I'll be prepared. And so, yes, sir. Well, um, I appreciate you for coming by, man. I appreciate you for doing these workouts, kind of being like another mentor for sure, me, man. you, Juice, and Aaron. Um, I've grown my game a lot, and again, just learning y'all's perspective of stuff. I like, I, like I said, I say all the time, I just love learning from you guys and learning y'all the way y'all, you know what I'm saying? Like just As you should. perspective, man, of stuff, and. Um, Again, I appreciate you coming by the pod. Um, anything else you gotta? Else I think, yeah. Last thing, man. It's just I give a lot. I always love to give a lot of credit to my big homies, man. That's mm-hmm. like my 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 biggest thing. They they help me come to where I am um, mentally, physically, and so it's just our job to the next generation, man, to just continue to foster that. Yeah. Continue to pour into the because you know you guys are the leaders of tomorrow. Yeah the younger generation and so we have to continue to show them the way and be a positive influence on all levels yeah be a positive influence give them something to look up to and continue to you know talk to them and 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 help them become the men that we know they can be because those are the you know we had those people for us and i think that our society is getting away from our big homies you know and we're becoming the younger guys are becoming too cool for the older guys yeah that that's never that that has never been a successful formula yeah Every 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 community, every country that does it well, they respect their elders. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I, it's it's great to see you learning and being here and and always trying to pick something and learn something, man. And and you challenge us as well because we have to, like you said, you I, like I was telling you, we have to be able to articulate those things yeah. to you guys, yeah. and 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 then follow up with performance and then follow up with example. So, yeah, man, I, I always appreciate that. So. You guys push us, we push you. That's the way it goes. Yeah, yeah, man. Well, like I said, even from CJ, like we appreciate you know all the stuff y'all done this summer. Uh, look forward to whatever we got going in the future. Um, like I said, good luck to you this season. For sure. Um, that's gonna wrap it up for episode ten, um, I think episode ten nine, which I can't I can't remember. Um, I don't know when I'm gonna have another episode because I gotta start moving to school. Um, but once I know, I will let you guys know. Um, I appreciate you guys. Ugh, I appreciate. Appreciate you guys for listening, and uh, we're out of here. Somebody's nervous. (sighs) Goodbye.